Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the town hall with your director, John Zerflu. I'm here at the American School of Warsaw, and we're on Facebook Live. And I've got people popping into the waiting room right now, and I'm going to let them in so that they can join me as well. Um, and we'll uh, open up some opportunity to have some dialogue if anybody wants to chat with me. And of course, I'll be watching the stream as I usually do uh, throughout the evening tonight. And also on Slido, uh, if you haven't po posted questions there, you can do that as well. I wanted to start tonight by just sharing a, a few slides with you of some information that's been gathered over the last couple of weeks. You've all been involved in a variety of surveys. The first was our election ballot, but I did have some survey questions there that I wanted to share with you tonight and just give you some of the insight that we're doing as we're preparing our plans for August. Um, so let me just uh, share this with you briefly. And so this is our usual Facebook Live format here, uh, but I wanna take you to the survey results. As you remember, I crafted uh, basically just three questions, actually four with the additional one. Uh, but the three questions were basically, um, here's three levels. Now, based on the written description that I wrote about the level, would you be willing to send your kids back to school? Or would this be a level that you would find acceptable? It was basically a yes, no, uncertain question. So there wasn't a lot of wiggle room here, but of course the description showed an escalating level of what we might do to address uh, the situation come August. And so here's the way the survey results came out and I'm finding it fascinating and then I did a little bit of digging into it too. First of all, low restrictions are as I expected. Uh, while uh, there are about 45% of you that would send your kids back under those restrictions, um, there's a strong percentage of our community that feels like we need something more than just the way we were operating in March before we went into virtual school. And so um, at, that was clear and, I, and I, was, I, I was pretty much prepared for that number. Um, and just to give you a bit of perspective here, our risk levels are written as uh, we need about 75% to, to get us back into school. So. Um, and of course, this was also in the current environment right now, as opposed to in August. And so if I were to ask the question differently, like in August, which level would you want? The responses may have been different as well. But I wanted the moment. I wanted now as I was considering how to weave our approach. And I've asked this question of board and other groups in the administration as well. The medium restrictions came in better, but we still only got to about 60%. Um, that would send their kids back to school under the medium restrictions, which was essentially limiting visitors, uh, much more uh, robust temperature checking and hygiene and classroom controls, um, and some distancing and reduction of so group sizes, large gatherings and those kinds of things. Um, this uh, level also included some facility upgrades, uh, maybe to assist in cleaning or in group protection movement patterns, those kinds of things. So uh, again, better results. Um, but when we went to the extreme restrictions, we did not get an additional bump. And I, and I surmise, and, and, and this is where I'm going to dig in a little bit, that some of this is related to some that went back to no on the high restrictions because they felt that that would be too much. And so the question 
really emerges whether there is that ground in the middle between the medium and high that can get us to a point where everyone feels confident with coming back to school. So here's where I did a little bit of deep dive. So I said, of those who said no to low restrictions, which level would they prefer, medium or high? And what you can see is a lean towards the higher restrictions got a better result of how I would convert no into a yes. And so just amongst those, I would say about 40% uh, or about 60% of the no to low restrictions, um, about 65% converted to yes if I went to high, as opposed to only 38% going to yes if I went to low. So there clearly is a trend towards the high restrictions. I took it one step further and I said, look at the medium restrictions. If you said no to the medium restrictions, what percentage of you would convert to yes at the high restrictions? And over about 45% or almost half of you would convert at that point if you were no to medium, which was already a smaller number. How many more of you could I convert to a yes by going to the high restrictions? And so it's helpful for me in seeing how our community is considering and thinking about all of the stuff that's coming to them in terms of information and how they're trying to digest it and consider what may be best come fall. Um, we're opening in August, as I've said on multiple occasions, and, uh, and I'm excited that I'm able to kind of hone in on this and begin to understand it to a greater degree. Um, by the way, the question relative to have you, been, have you or someone in your family been tested for COVID uh, yielded about a 12% response uh, by the time we got done. Uh, so uh, just so you know that there is some degree of testing going on within our own community, either because we suspected or because we wanted the peace of mind. We've talked about that before. So uh, it, it was good information for us. Um, to put that together. All right, I'm gonna come back to the meeting now. Uh, doesn't look like we have anybody in the meeting with me right now. So let's go to the Slido questions uh, and get started here. Um, this is uh, uh, the way we do it. And so we'll just take it one by one. We'll highlight them one at a time. Uh, we have a question here about children would like to give presents. I actually posted a reply to this, but I wanna make sure everybody knows and I'm gonna send detailed information about the parade tomorrow. I've been crafting some of the additional details beyond what I've been putting in the daily update. Uh, some of the stuff I answered in the daily update already, uh, but I wanna make sure and answer it and I wanna put it out in writing to tomorrow, including the parade wrap. Uh, the children giving presents, yes, we'll have a place to gather those. It'll be next to the yearbook station. And if you were to look at the map, of the event, you would know that uh, we're passing by elementary first, and then we're stopping briefly uh, so that I can hand you your yearbooks. And at that time, if you have any gifts or anything you want to give to staff, you can hand it to us. We'll be masked and gloved uh, for protection. And so we'll be able to take those presents from you and we'll make sure they're labeled with the teacher's name and we'll hold them for 24 hours before handing them to the staff members or have staff members come in their own way protected to grab any items uh, that are brought as gifts uh, during the parade. But we'll take very good care of that and make sure it gets into people's hands before they depart 
uh, uh, this, this coming weekend. Um, so I hope that helps answer that one. We will have it. It'll be at the yearbook station before you continue on to uh, middle school and high school. For those family that have travel that are traveling during the summer, uh, will there be a 14 day stay at home rule? Well, there's evidence that the government is continuing uh, uh, 14 day stay at home rules, quarantine rules. Uh, and so we know that that's going to continue, although there's some discussion that they may relax that or be reducing that in the middle of July. We're hearing some evidence to that fact. For us, we're maintaining our 14-day quarantine before staff come back to work, so we've scheduled their early arrival dates. And we would suggest, uh, unless there are uh, protocols that are developed for testing, that we would require same of any families coming back that they would need to schedule so that they can do their 14-day self-quarantine uh, before returning to home or returning to school. Uh, but before going into general public spaces as well, I think uh, work fathers in workplaces will also have similar kinds of regulations that will be placed on them. There is some discussion of testing after a certain number of days that could shorten the 14 days as well. We see that happening in some countries uh, where they people arriving in a country are tested immediately. They're sequestered into airport hotels um, and then uh, waiting the test results. And as soon as they have the test results, then they're released into the community with uh, stipulations for further contact. It's the asymptomatic part of COVID that still continues to confound us, but new regs and procedures are being developed all the time uh, to try to deal with the asymptomatic transmission. Uh, I answered this one in a newsletter this morning, but I just want to reinforce for you, and I think actually yesterday as well, um, yes, bikes can take park as well as pedestrian traffic. We will have uh, ribbons and barriers up at the edge of the sidewalk. So pedestrians and, and vehicles will be separated into two lanes in front of the sidewalk. Pedestrians will not and bikes will not have access to the sidewalk area. That's where staff will be in order to wave and greet you as you come through the parade. So the parade will be entirely on the roadway as you go, as you weave your way through the parking lot. And again, my detailed directions tomorrow will explain all of that. And then the pathways will be well marked uh, with uh, this, the cautionary tape and the chains. They're all in place and we'll have that ready uh, for Friday. So yes, pedestrians are welcome. And We'll do this in a way that's cautious and uh, safe for all involved, uh, whether in a vehicle or as a pedestrian and a bicyclist. Thanks for that question. Um, yes, we are staying until 1130. So just so you know, we've got it scheduled for 1030 to 1130. Uh, it might be a little bit weather dependent. We're on the cusp of potentially some rain rolling in. We're hopeful that it's gonna stay till afternoon. The forecasts are currently pushing it out. Uh, and so, but we plan to be there from 10.30 to 11.30. Uh, uh, we'll have umbrellas if we need to and try to keep it going. Uh, but please think sun and hope that we'll have a nice day. Um, nothing more than just maybe a little bit of overcast for our parade on Friday. And updated on hygiene measures. Yes, uh, I think I stated uh, in newsletter, but I'll state again tomorrow that I'll be scheduling town hall meetings through June. Um, and into July, uh, I plan to have uh, written updates to you on our planning with Epexpert 
uh, before July 1. So we'll be updating you with at least uh, the basic skeleton of our plan before we get to the end of June. Uh, there will still be changes to that through July. And of course, I want a feedback loop from you to help in that. Uh, but the basics and the, and the, and the skeleton, uh, we fully intend and expect to have in your hands uh, before July 1st. Um, and then we'll continue that work uh, through July as we start doing our installations and our equipment and our materials. Just to give you a sense of this, we've uh, reviewed uh, five different vendors on temperature cameras. We've had at least four vendors in on hand sanitizer stations that we'll be placing throughout the school. Uh, we've had uh, two vendors uh, relative to completely swapping out all of our water stations. Uh, we're giving up fountains in favor of uh, bottle filling stations. Um, and so we're going to be looking at how much in, of that we're going to do this summer. Uh, and, and just the purchasing department is fully engaged in all of the material and equipment that's involved in just the first, first rung of the mitigation efforts. There's much more to it than that, including um, things that we're discussing relative to doorways and pathways. Um, and security and all of the different things that we'll have to have in place uh, for um, August when we open. And it'll all be ready. It, uh, we're going to get everything in place. And we're going to make sure we keep you informed every step of the way as our plans go forward. All right, that gets us through Slido. Let me uh, get down to the Facebook there and see. Um, thank you, Rebecca, for the uh, soundtrack shout out. Thank you. I hope that's a nice earworm that you'll keep for a while. <laughs> uh, let me go down here and say, let's see, uh, filled in the form of usage for the device over summer, but didn't get a confirmation. Heike, thank you for telling me about that. I did not even think about that. You should have gotten a Google confirmation, but let me check the settings on that. If we didn't send confirmation, then we'll do that by tomorrow. And I think um, we can just quickly and easily do that from the database we've created and send you a quick message that says you're confirmed for that. But thank you for pointing that out. Nobody had mentioned that to me. Um, so we'll, we'll take a look at that tomorrow and make sure we get a confirmation uh, to everyone who's filled out the device survey. Um, and we can do that in a, with a simple routine that doesn't merge. So it's not, it's not a heavy amount of work. We can just uh, generate something for you. Um, Let's see. Uh, Maria also didn't receive. So yes, it looks like we did not turn that feature on in the forums. And so let us uh, handle that tomorrow. We'll get that going. Um, other questions. We've got about 54 of you online. What else do I need to answer tonight? Or is this going to be a short one tonight? And I'll get to bed early for a change. Um, <laughs> uh, what else can I tell you? Um, we've had some, oh, please, please tune in to Friday Assembly. Um, I watched a little bit of the content we've got for you uh, come Friday for the for the virtual assembly, and I have to tell you, I was in tears. Uh, it, it, it's going to be a very moving um, opportunity, even if we aren't in the gym together. I think you're going to very much enjoy it. I'm gonna, I, I recommend I'm going to recommend tomorrow in my newsletter, but I'm going to ask, and I did an e-notes tonight, as a matter of fact. Um, see if you can get it up on a screen so that you can watch it uh, together as a family and not crouched around a computer if that's possible. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it if you can get it up on a large screen and enjoy it together as a family. Uh, popcorn definitely warranted here. You're going to really enjoy this. All right. Um, 
I believe that the virtual access to the eighth grade moving up um, is potentially shareable, but I'm going to wait and see if Mr. Krieger is going to weigh in on that one for eighth grade moving up. And that was my next reminder is the eighth grade moving up for those that are involved uh, tomorrow. Um, so there you go. Um, how are students leaving to pick up belongings and then book checkout or is that separate day for that? No, that's what you're scheduling for an appointment for, for June 8 to 11. So please, if you haven't already and you're a departing student, um, you need to schedule your appointment for next week. And there's still plenty of appointments available. At last I looked, uh, but you need to schedule an appointment and that's where you return your belongings um, and, and get your books checked in. Um, the book checkout is separate and that's for returning students. So if you're a returning student, um, that's a different thing. And those will be available starting June 8th. And if you don't schedule an appointment to pick those up, they'll be available from June 11th on at the security station. So you'll be able to just drive in, say your name, and they'll bring it out to you and you'll be on your way. So, and that as well as other items that we'll be distributing after the divisions get done with them. So divisional offices have June 8th to 11th and all these things are distributed to them to hand out to you during checkout appointments. If you don't do a checkout appointment, then after the 11th, you can stop by during our normal operating hours and you can pick these things up. And it's a simple drive up near the main entrance. You've told the guard your name after, as you came in the gate. You wait there, a guard brings your things out to you. That's the way we've got it planned from after the 11th. And we continue to be here throughout the summer, so you can come uh, pretty much any time um, to pick up. If you still had library books that were checked out to you, there's the bags will be there waiting. Uh, if you had photos to pick up, if you had a yearbook still to pick up, um, and, and or if you uh, had a computer that you wanted to turn in, we could do that during that time as well. Uh, we're really primarily next week hope, wanting to focus on our departing students. So that was the main focus was get our departing students scheduled. But returning families who had business with us needed to get something from a locker, needed to get materials. Again, for upper school, all of those locker things have been packed in bags with names on them. So they can be quite easily picked up during the checkout appointment. Um, or again, at a later time, we're going to move everything to the main lobby so that it's easily accessible and something that we can easily hand out to you if we have anything left. Okay. Um, uh, Maria is reminding us about departing families and PTO items, and I think that's due tonight. So you need to make sure you get that in tonight. Uh, it's in the ASW parents group. So please go there and check out if you want to try to order PTO items from the PTO store. Um, Anna's coming in, uh, I believe tomorrow, and is going to try to fulfill those orders based on whatever stock she has available. But I think there was a deadline of tonight uh, to get that done that was posted in um, the SW parents group. And again, just scan through there and you should be able to find. Um, uh, Carolina's asking about opening a campus. Yes. I'm working on the plan right now. I, I said in prior meetings and in prior notices um, that the campus opening would be after June 11th. Uh, but I'll be posting between now and then, probably tomorrow or Friday, uh, the details on that. And it's only outside facilities. 
and it's not rentals. We're not going back to use of uh, uh, rental or, or uh, contracted use of the facility. Uh, but for the community, we are planning to open the facility for outside use only, outside areas, um, starting after June 11th. But look for the bulletin. It might not be right on the 11th. It might be a couple of days. And all of this is always contingent upon no maintenance things going on in the area that would otherwise close them. So be aware of that. Um, that there might be intermittent closures for us to deal with any maintenance issues where we've got equipment out um, that's doing uh, roofs or air conditioning deliveries or any kind of major things. Then when we have equipment out, we don't let the community in until that work is done. Okay. Uh, Bart just confirmed the link is shareable for the eighth grade moving up ceremony. Uh, we're running a webinar feature, I believe, uh, for the eighth grade seminar. So we, we can have 10,000 people, I think, watching it from the webinar side. So absolutely, uh, we want to make sure uh, that you have an opportunity to see that. Um, let's see. I'm going to go back up here and see if there's a problem. Uh, oh, and the bookings. Ms. Munderland reminded us that you can book through PowerSchool. So if you log into PowerSchool, you'll see on the left-hand side, uh, uh, checkout, and you click on that, and it'll take you through Scholastico built into the PowerSchool interface uh, to schedule appointments. And you can schedule all your kids in that interface. So you can schedule one after another and get them in blocks of time back to back. So um, be sure to do that if you want to be coming back in. All right, what else? Any other questions that are coming up tonight? Um, oh, and Carolina, yes, tennis courts would be included in the outside areas, so don't worry about that. Um, scanning back up. Thank you, Margo, for booking. Appreciate that. Uh, anything else? I'm not seeing any other questions pop up. Uh, um, other things to talk about, uh, just uh, general uh, uh, uncertainty right now. Of course, we saw the Ministry of Education decide to keep um, schools closed. They're still only doing the care. I don't know if you caught the article, but the actual attendance rates at, at both the early childhood and at schools seems to be hovering around 30%. Uh, we know another school in town that has also opened, again, about a 30-35% attendance rate, kind of consistent with the survey results that I shared with you. Um, so the confidence level of kids going back to school is just not there yet. And I think that's ultimately why uh, the Minister of Education made the call and decided um, it was time to hold off. Let's see. Uh, uh, parents can and should come with their child inside the school if that's at all possible. Uh, again, it depends upon age levels. At elementary, parents must be under your supervision at the entire time you're there. Um, you will be coming into the building with your child. Uh, we've also asked that you're wearing masks during the appointment as you would as you're going into a shop or anywhere else. Um, and so um, please make sure um, that you're with your child and supervising your child. At the upper school, uh, middle school as well, uh, high school, I could see where, you know, sending a child into uh, checkout would, would probably be fine. Uh, but definitely at elementary and middle, we want to make sure parents are with the kids and, uh, and working with them and supervising them to check out. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure what you're asking, Ulrich. So please, uh, if you could add more to your question, I would 
uh, be able to better understand it. I'm not sure what it is. Um, again, there's just lots going on uh, right now to bring us to a solid conclusion. We're trying to make this as positive a conclusion to our year as possible. We've already begun work on, on next year. We're deeply into, into August planning, as I've already shared. Um, lots of people that'll be collaborating and working on that um, and getting us to the point. Um, by the way, don't forget that on Zimplicity, um, you can click through on the names of our departing staff in order to um, send them a goodbye message. And I know that everybody's really enjoying that. So please, if you get a chance, uh, there's uh, for your favorite teacher, for administrators, for uh, retiring individuals. I mentioned at graduation, Stan's retirement after 19 years. Uh, he's been a longtime member of the staff and we're really going to miss him. Uh, as well as one of our one of our wonderful uh, cleaners is also retiring um, after 17 years, I think I saw. Uh, so please get it if you get a chance, uh, go share a message with them. It's quick and simple. Click the plus sign, uh, record your message, and click send, um, and they'll get those messages. And it'll be a wonderful way for you to value them and their time here at the school. Let's see. Um, and yes, thank you for the congratulations for Stan. Anything else? Um, I'm again, I'm monitoring for questions, so please. Let me know if there's anything else I can share with you. Uh, you can also pop over into the Zoom call if you want to chat with me for a little bit. Uh, the link was uh, up at the top of the comments uh, at the very beginning. So you can click on that link and end up over here in the Zoom call with me and we can chat for a minute. Um, let's see. Ulrich, I, I, the 30% attendance was an article that averaged across Poland. So uh, again, this was this was just in Poland and in Warsaw. I'm not sure what you're referring to, so I'm not sure uh, what the percentage is in specific places. Uh, but again, I'm looking at uh, rates that are below that 75-80% threshold. That's why I'm referring to them. Um, particularly at the um, early childhood, the rates were quite low, and I know that they've held low. Um, in the schools that opened again primarily for care of kids, um, not providing significant program, but more for childcare for um, parents who had to go back to work. So again, that's what I was referring to is that article uh, averaged across Poland what the uptick in kids returning to school was and uh, reported it at somewhere in the 20 to 30% range. And then I was also uh, made aware today of, of a couple other schools um, here in the Warsaw area that we're also still hanging at that 30% level. Um, it may have changed by now. Again, these are fluid numbers and, and changing rapidly, but it is just an indication of um, what it takes to get a population to come back to school, what it's going to take to reassure, uh, to manage the risk, to make sure that all the proper procedures are in place so that people feel confident sending their kids back to school. That's really my only reflection is how are we going to reassure and reinforce the safety to get um, students back in that 75 plus percent plus range? Uh, because that's where we really have efficacy of school is when we've got 75 percent plus. And I should quickly note that you know part of our planning is still dealing with how are we going to still support students who for whatever reason can't return to school, whether they're in a vulnerable population, 
or or there or again this confidence level that we need to keep working on and how we serve them in the short term while we build that confidence and build our attendance rate back up. Now I can be blissfully surprised and based on what we're doing with Epic Spurt and the plan we're coming up with, maybe we'll have 80% plus, maybe we'll even hit 90. Um, and so it really comes down to being ready to respond to any circumstance and how it might be understood, okay? Um, Stefania, don't know the answer to that question yet. She's asking about government uh, not requiring quarantine for returning people and we have tests and health certificates with the school accept them. Um, there's all likelihood that, you know, I've always said testing would be involved in this and it wouldn't matter what the source of the testing would be, uh, but it would have to be verifiable. And I know that the government's working hard to make sure that labs and testing is all managed and controlled. So. I, I think there's I think there's a lot of efficacy in that, and I think a combination of school provided, external providers, uh, a variety of options is what we want. Uh, we want to have options. We want to be able to go to our own healthcare provider. We want to be able to do all of the things that we do. How we coalesce that into a system that reassures people that we're all doing the right thing—that's a different question, and that's where Epixpert is going to help us ascertain the best way to bring all of that together and assure ourselves that we've created what I referred to earlier, that circle of trust um, that we all live inside of and we all agree to abide by those um, stipulations. And then there's authentication and verification of all of that. So there you go. Uh, Carolina, it's uh, just is just between me and you. It's all planned for Friday. That's part of why I was crying. So you go to covered. Okay. Shh. Don't tell anybody. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, Stefania, that's the last question. I can't, again, I'm still watching the chat stream. So please throw something in there. Uh, if there's something I've missed. Um, Oh, Maria asked, are we going to welcome the new families in August in campus? Not sure yet. I believe so. It depends upon, again, this structure and procedure that we'll put together. I'm not convinced we'll have the same kind of opening day and we may kind of structure it differently. So stay tuned on that one, but we will be welcoming them in some fashion and orchestrating a process for them, again, with verifiable information in order to support that. Um, uh, and that'll be the one and only day that we might have uh, for parents to be on site. Because again, we're looking at a program that might have restricted access for parents in the early stages of school. Uh, so uh, there's just a little bit up in the air there and I'm not 100% sure um, how to answer that question until we get these audit results and look at the structure. Um, we're not going 100% back to normal, everyone. I, I just, I, I don't believe that at this point, although the relaxation and uh, the opening that we see around us is giving us indication of that. I just uh, honestly feel like we're not, we don't know yet. We need another 14, 15 days from what we're doing right now to see what the impact of that is going to be. And I think that's the challenge for us. And of course, we're trying to build plans 
in the middle of that reality, watching it go on around us and wondering how much are we really going to need to do. And again, it's that medium to high, where do we land in that scenario and what's going to be enough um, to make it feel safe to our families to have their kids return to school. And of course, all of the things associated with starting a school and how do we, um, how do we consider how we put those things together? So um, there you go. All right. Oh, Caroline, you saw me. Good. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Um, we've been on for about 35 minutes now, and I'm just looking for any additional questions. And then I think I'm going to bring us to a close tonight, if that's okay with you. Um, we got uh, eighth grade tomorrow. We have closing assembly on Friday. Um, newsletter tomorrow will detail things. Um, is everybody liking the new format of the emails? Uh, I, I adopted a new piece of software that makes it a little bit easier for me uh, to carry things over day to day and do minor edits, but uh, I'd love some feedback about what you think of the new format and is it showing up well in your email applications and are you able to read it easily and click on the links. So please um, let me know if you have any feedback on the email because uh, I, I, I think it's helping and it's giving us an opportunity to stay on top of things. Okay. Well, I'm not seeing any more questions. I thank you again for uh, joining me as I always do. Oh, and the fifth grade transition. Thank you. Uh, uh, Hecky, I almost forgot about fifth grade transition as well. Um, and so we're just really trying to make as many of these traditional things as possible still take place in a unique and different way uh, for our kids um, and make this year come to a conclusion. It's not the conclusion we wanted. It's not what we hoped for, um, but we'll make it um, reinforcing and encouraging. And we will hope um, that it will be enough to carry us into the summer and bring us all together in August. Um, a quick shout out to our departing families. Uh, again, this is the one that we really miss the most is an ability to say goodbye to those who have been with us for two, three, four, five, seven years. Um, we wish you well. We wish you safe journey. Uh, we'll hear more about that on Friday. But again, our hearts go out to you um, as we bring this school year to a close and as we send you off to your next adventure. So. Uh, again, from me, from my team, uh, from any, everyone at ASW, um, thank you uh, for all you contributed during your time here. And to those returning, thank you as well. Um, I'll continue this next week, um, so please uh, be prepared to join in. Um, after that, I'll publish a schedule going into uh, later June and then into July. Um, not every week, uh, but maybe every other or every third week, um, but I'll get that calendar to you. Uh, next week so that you can plan ahead to join us on our town hall and uh, Facebook Live, which has helped us uh, immensely during this time period. So uh, again, thank you one and all. Thank you for your constant and regular support, your positive messages. Um, uh, they're really helpful to us. And I hope that our messages to you are helping you as well um, as we figure out uh, what our next steps forward will be. Have a great evening, everyone. And really, uh, again, appreciate you one and all.